the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, March the 8th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. Today, on March 8, 1965, the United States landed its first combat troops in South Vietnam. 3,500 to 4,000 Marines arrived to defend the U.S. Air Base in Da Nang. I remember that well. I was of the age. Today in 1618, German astronomer Johannes Kepler devised his third law of planetary motion. Today in 1817, the New York Stock Exchange Board, which had its beginnings in 1792, was formally organized. It later became known as the New York Stock Exchange. Today in 1948, the Supreme Court in McCollum versus Board of Education struck down voluntary, voluntary religious education classes in Champaign, Illinois, public schools. They said it had to happen because the program violated, you know what it violated, yeah, separation of church and state, if we could be so diligent on other issues, but no. We've got to keep the church and the state separated. And what that means is removing the church from the public square. Running a secular culture. It doesn't really mean, when they say that, just separating church and state. It means extinguishing the light of church in the public. Today in 1999, Baseball Hall of Famer Joe DiMaggio, he died in Hollywood, Florida. He was 84 years old. Today in 2000, President Bill Clinton submitted to Congress legislation to establish permanent normal trade relations with China. The U.S. and China signed the agreement in November of 2000. President Joe Biden is about to announce, I think we're coming on the air. We originate, as many of you know, live at 9 o'clock in the morning on ACN. I think he's speaking right now. He's getting ready to. Maybe it'll take him a while to get warmed up. I don't know. But what he's going to be saying, you don't have to tune out of this program to find him live because we're live as well at the moment. Um, What he's going to be saying is that, or expected to say, is that he's going to announce a ban on Russian oil imports to the U.S. It's what I was talking about. Some of you heard a um, heard a commentary that I do every day, and it's heard several times during the day on ACN as well as this program. And I was talking about that in my commentary, uh, and that is that we're paying uh, Putin $700 million a month for oil. And there's been a lot of pressure on the president to fix that and get out of that deal. Well, he um, apparently, according to Fox News, that's what he's going to be saying this morning. 
when he starts talking live from the White House. He's going to be saying he's going to uh, ban U.S. imports of Russian oil. So we'll see how that plays out and see if that's actually what he says. Who knows? He might sleep in and not even show up. You never know what's going to happen. Interestingly enough, Vice President Harris was criticizing levels of pollution caused by heavy trucks. This yesterday, this on the same day that a group of patriotic truckers, and you may not have heard about this because the press has just erased them. They're just simply not talking about them. But they've traveled across the country and kind of gathered, and, and the group has been growing like the Amazon River as the tributaries flow into it. And it's quite a group. I've heard different numbers of how many there actually are, so I'm, I'm not going to say how many, but I mean lots, like 100 trucks, more than 100 trucks, 1,000 trucks. I've heard all kinds of numbers, and I'm not on the uh, trek with them. I kind of like to be in one of those trucks, actually. It'd be fun. But anyway, they're, they're not creating any problems other than just angst on the part of the far left, but they are circling around Washington, D.C., um, with flags on their trucks and so on. And uh, so so Vice President Harris goes out there and she makes this statement and she says, pollution from heavy trucks and buses has made the air poisonous to breathe and this pollution is accelerating the climate crisis. She continued. She said the truckers are, are threatening the future, not just of our communities, but the entire world. Did you know that truckers are now in the process of destroying the world? Yes, they are. Just forget about all that stuff they have right behind their cab in that big box that they haul around. Now, that's not important. What's important is what's coming out of their tailpipe. And their tailpipe is going to destroy the world. She shared her dream, and she called it that. She said, my dream is to get rid of all diesel-powered trucks and buses and replace them with electric vehicles. She celebrated the announcement on Monday of the EPA. They said they're going to force trucks to cut emissions, nitrogen oxide emissions, from heavy trucks by up to 90% by 2031. Mike... My thought on that was if Biden continues to handle our energy policies like he's been doing, we'll probably all be riding donkeys long before 2031. You know, I don't want to be disrespectful of the office, but where I grew up, we had a word for people like her and others on the left. It was just one word. It was stupid. I don't know. That's just my opinion. But that's the world we live in. The Patriot Post put out an article this morning, a number of articles this morning. I noticed one of them had to do with the national average gas prices. It shows a little, uh, it shows a progression here. On on 11-9, November 9th, 2020, the, the national average gas price, this takes in all the south and, you know, in the higher priced areas and the lower price, the whole whole country. The average price of gasoline for the car on November 9, 2020 was $2.11 a gallon. On 11-9-21, last fall, it was $3.42. 
Today, March 8, it's $4.17 and climbing. And beside that, they put a picture of the president, and he's saying, I did that. Well, (laughs) he did do that. The Wall Street Journal has written quite an extensive article about it. They're concerned about it. Others should be because other things are going to be following, particularly how farms are going to be and farming is going to be impacted by the price of or actually the scarcity of fertilizer. And that's an issue we may touch on one of these days soon, but it's it's a looming issue here in our country as a result of what's going on in the uh, Ukraine and uh, Putin's invasion of Ukraine. College Fix is a a website run by college uh, students or college-age people, and I I read it regularly. There's a story in the College Fix this morning. It's talking about a University of of Washington uh, medical person. She's highly decorated. She's a virologist, just like Fauci. I don't know her, and I want to say right up front, I, I don't know what her politics are. I would assume she's a liberal uh, probably a far left. I don't know, like Fauci and um, the woman that used to be with him. I can't remember her name, to be honest with you. But anyway, it'll, it'll come later. But anyway, this Julie Overbaugh is probably part of that group. So please understand, I'm not defending her. I'm, I'm just saying that she got fired from the University of Washington. And here's the situation that brought that about. She's been forced out of her position of leadership at Fred Hutchinson Cancer Research Center. That's uh, part of the uh, University of Washington, as many of you know. Uh, And uh, she has resigned her faculty affiliate position at the University of Washington Medical uh, School as well due to accusations of racism and investigations involving her decision to wear a Michael Jackson costume to a Halloween party in 2009. The story goes on. I'm not going to spend time on that this morning, but the, but the story goes on to say that she has devoted her professional career. I wasn't aware of her before, uh, but perhaps some of you were, especially those of you who live in Seattle. But um, she, she has devoted her professional career to studying viral pathogens that cause HIV, And she's been flying back and forth between Seattle and and Kenya for the last, uh, I don't know, 20, 30 years doing research, much like Dr. Fauci has been doing over his lifetime as well, from what we're told. Anyway, she got a this she was a recipient, one of two in the nation recipients of the of the Nature Award for mentoring in science, because she has also taken under her wings professionally. Uh, a number of younger people and has mentored them in science and so on and so forth. There's there's a lot there. But the bottom line is her her office staff apparently like to have Halloween parties and they, they make a big deal out of them. Back in 2009, she dressed up. The theme of their Halloween party was Thriller. That was a hit song by Michael Jackson back in the day, and so they made that the theme of their Halloween party, and she dressed up like Michael Jackson, and she put black stuff on her face. She's white. And uh, anyway, that's what all this is about. So now they fired her. My point is not to defend her. As I said, I I don't know her. I don't know a lot about her, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time finding out about her, only to say that the Federalist also wrote an article on this Today And uh, Jason Rance, who is from Seattle, he's a journalist and a talk show guy and 
uh, on uh, one of the stations in Seattle. And uh, he, he wrote as well, he pointed out, he said, the University uh, of Washington Medicine is lashing out against Overbaugh to show its wokeness and earn social currency. I think he's right. I think that's what this is about. They don't care about the science. They don't care about how good somebody may be or what they've done or anything like that. And again, I'm not defending anyone. I'm just saying the University of Washington Medicine rant says uh, in the article this morning, he said is helping to ruin a woman who devoted her career to finding a cure for HIV. It's immaterial to these leaders. To progressive activists, he says, highlighting one's virtues is more important than curing a deadly disease. That I totally agree with, and that's what we say so often on this program. It's about virtue signaling. It isn't really about racism. It's about how good I am. And I am so good that I'll fire this woman, even though she's a part of our community and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter how many people she's helped. She put on black stuff on her face at that party 13 years ago, 2009, whatever. That's the world we live in today. We are detached from reality. She's apologized to everybody and told them how sorry she is. She had no idea. She said, back in 2009, I had no idea that would be offensive to anyone. I was just Michael Jackson. She was probably liked him and so on. But that's the kind of a world we live in. It is so screwed up and it is so unreliable. Someone said yesterday, I was. they were being interviewed and it wasn't a Christian religious program, but they were being interviewed on a news program. It was a it was a man who said who made the comment, but they were talking and he said, I feel so isolated sometimes. This was a guy here in America. He was on one of the news networks, uh, conservative news network um, shows. He said, I feel so isolated sometimes. He, He said, I feel like I'm alone. He said, I never, never depended on the government to carry me or really help me, but I knew they were there to serve their function. And he said, now they're not there and they're not serving their function. All they know how to do is talk about how good they are, how virtuous they are. And that is so very true. But he said, I feel so isolated from my country. I couldn't help but think of verses in the Bible that speak to that people, not only Americans today, But people throughout history have felt abandoned by those whom they had counted on, whomever, family, friends, their community, their country, their king, their president, whatever. But I had to think of the verses that we find in the Bible that speak to those issues. Psalm 119.63 is one of them. It says, I am a companion of all them that fear thee and of them that kept thy precepts. I am a companion. Isaiah chapter 54, verse 10 says, For the mountains shall depart and the hills be removed, but my kindness shall not depart from thee. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed, saith the Lord that hath mercy on thee. Psalm 27, 10 says, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me up. Jesus Christ is like a brother to those who need a brother. In fact, he is closer than a brother. That's what Christianity is about. It is about security and Almighty God who created all things 
and who is in control of all things for all time. That's what Christianity is about. It's about redemption. It's about forgiveness. We don't have to wallow in the sins of the past. Secularism has created a religion today in our world. It has the element of sin. It has the element of the penalty of sin, but it does not have the element of redemption. Today, in today's world, according to the far left, whether you're a virologist, a doctor, whether you're a, a school teacher, whether you're just some a truck driver or some guy walking down the street or some woman walking down the street, if you've had any inclination, anything, anything that might cause climate change or might be racist or might not fit the matrix that they have created, and it is a religion, as I was talking about yesterday on this program, if it doesn't fit that, you're out. You're erased. You're canceled. And there is no redemption for you because your ancestors were racist. America was built on racism, not in 1776, but in 1619 when the first slave ship arrived. That's the kind of a world we live in today. We are sinful and we are committed to eternal guilt. And there is no redemption. You can't do enough, say enough. You can't make your face white enough or black enough or whatever to, to satisfy the demands of the people on the left. So don't try. Simply turn your focus on God himself and his word and allow him to guide your steps and show you the path in which you should walk. And that's what we try to do on this program. We live in a, a, it's almost indescribable, the idiocy of the times in which we live. And there is no restraint on the part of the left. It doesn't matter. As I said, whether you're a truck driver or a doctor or a ditch digger or an astronaut. It doesn't matter what you are, what you do. If you don't comply, then they'll nail you. They'll take your job. They'll take your career. They'll damage your reputation, whatever they can do. And there's nothing you can do. You can apologize. You can grovel. You can crawl literally or figuratively on your hands and knees before them. And there is no redemption. There's no forgiveness ever. You are to remain in an eternal state of guilt forever. You put that up against the gospel, the good news. If you have no other reason than that to become a Christian, that is enough to cause you to look elsewhere for your religion because the left's religion is not adequate. It does not meet human needs. There is no joy. There is no fulfillment. There is no redemption. It's miserable. It's hell on earth to be a progressive. They're confused. They don't know what truth is from one day to the next. That's the world we live in. And that's why we do what we do every morning on this program to the best of our ability. We try to bring the truth and turn on the light and talk about things from a biblical perspective, things that are happening in our world as we speak. And I want to thank all of you who helped me with that.
are we do not have a support base outside of those that listen and believe in what we're doing. And I need your help. We don't talk about it a lot on this program, and we won't. But we do need your help. We need your support. If you're listening and you haven't been supporting it, but you think what we're doing is worthwhile, please consider, prayerfully consider, becoming a supporter of this ministry. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. I also wanted to mention that uh, I'll I'll talk a little bit more about this probably tomorrow and and this week, but um, beginning, I I believe it's beginning this next Saturday on KTW uh, AM and FM in Spokane. Uh, we will be, they will be rerunning our programs, all five of our programs the previous week, like this week, beginning Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. They'll run them in a block in two and a half hours. They'll rerun the program. So sometimes people tell me they miss it or they, they, you know, we're gone or maybe their schedule has changed and they can't listen to it at the time that it was on. That's the time that you can check it out. We're going to put a link to that if you live outside of the Spokane, Washington area, uh, area, and many of you do. Uh, we're going to put a link on our website, faithandfreedom.us, and um, you can go to that and check it out. They'll be playing it, like I said, in a block of two and a half hours. Uh, you probably don't want to listen to all of them at one time, just between you and me. I mean, I don't know that my wife will do but Anyway, they'll be available. You can check that out. I'm pretty sure it'll be up this coming Saturday, but if not, the following, for sure. I want to talk to you for a moment today. Public schools are pushing an ideology. Entertainment is pushing an agenda. Big Pharma is pushing for profits. But Texas has turned on the light. I want to give you a little bit of information about a subject that I wrote a great deal about today. I mentioned our website, faithandfreedom, andfreedom.us. You can also contribute on our website as well. But I would encourage you to go there and look at this uh, article that I wrote today. It's about the racket of transgenderism. I don't say lightly that kids don't have problems because we have three kids. We didn't have that problem, but kids just have problems. But I was a professional, a pastor, a youth pastor, for 11 years before I became a senior pastor because I felt God had called me to that. I've dealt literally with thousands and thousands of kids. I don't claim to be an expert, but I do claim to have seen a lot. And I've talked to kids, I mean, that were stoned from, I mean, you name it, I've heard it. My wife has heard more than she wanted to hear during those years, I'm sure. But nonetheless, we've had a long history of working with kids. I love kids. Even today, I, 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 I just once in a while have a have kind of an impulse to want to become a youth pastor of all things. I know that's silly. Don't tell anyone I said that. But I do. I just have an inclination toward kids. I love kids because they're, well, they're kids. I love them. And we've worked with them over the years. And they, they have all kinds of fantasies. And they go through all kinds of stages and all this kind of thing. But the left has taken this transgender thing and they've made it, really, they've made it a, a kind of a campaign. But they do it in the name of trying to help the kids. Texas has taken a stand on this, as they have on other issues. God bless Texas. 
Texas has issued a formal opinion stating on the basis of their legal and medical research, the use of transgender surgeries and puberty blockers is child abuse. And they're going to go after the people who abuse the children. I can't tell you how that warms my heart. Because these kids are inundated. It's like a thirsty person trying to get a drink out of the end of a fire hose. I mean, they just shoot this stuff at kids from the time they come on campus till the time they leave. And if they're carrying a Bible, they have to leave early. But that's what's going on in our public education. Public education is in free fall in America. It has miserably failed. And this is one of those failures. So anyway, I wrote this article today. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson. He's released a formal opinion concluding that performing certain sex change procedures and treatments can legally constitute child abuse under several provisions in their state of Chapter 261 of Texas Family Code. Boy, it has rattled the industry, and it is an industry. In the article that I wrote today, I point out that Houston uh, Children's Hospital has now stopped all of that because they say they want to protect legally protect the medical workers in that children's hospital that have been doing this stuff, taking little boys and making them girls, quote unquote. I mean, this is horrible stuff. It's barbaric, but we're doing it as virtuous and something that is good. In a statement, Paxson said, there was no doubt that these procedures are abuse under Texas law and they will be halted. Well, I'll tell you, it, it's a great article. That, I mean, not because I wrote it, but the information in it is is great. And I would really encourage you to take a look at that. There's links to all of the areas of where I've sourced the, the article from. But I, even the public schools and entertainment, they're pushing this agenda. But Big Pharma is making millions, tens, hundreds of millions of dollars off of this because they are, and I, I validate this, they are being funded. All of the research that keeps coming out, and they're saying, well, kids are, th- th- some kids are, are transgender. They're just neither male nor female. And it doesn't matter what God said. This is, they're in between. They're binary. They're whatever. These studies that they're quoting are being funded by Pfizer and other medical big pharma organizations. They're being funded by them. Are they telling them to come up with those results? No, they don't have to. Halfway smart people know that if somebody's paying for you to do a study, they're looking for an outcome. And these guys know it. And they come up with these outcomes. I'm telling you. That's what's happening. This isn't about helping the children. And now they're cutting parents out of the loop when they're treating their kids, at least emotionally, in public school Little boys say, you know, I think I'm a girl. Okay, here's a dress, honey. Here's your purse. Here's your little shoes, your little dancing shoes. That's what's going on with your kids, and they're cutting the parents out of it every time they get an opportunity to do so. Boy, I tell you, that burns me. I, I just, we've just had it with this. It isn't what God intends for sure. Jesus, if he looks over this and he does, he weeps. I'll tell you, much like Jerusalem. Researchers are churning out these bias studies, promoting medical gender transitions for children. And the money behind them, not all of it, but most of it, is coming from Big Pharma. A number 
of conservative organizations have written about this, and I include that in the in the article. I couldn't help but remember Isaiah chapter 5. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.